Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings. This is episode number 207 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Should Saints Expect Smooth Sailing? This month, I will teach on the fallacy of there being no opposition when setting out to do God's will. So does opposition mean that God's hand of blessing is not upon your mission? Should everything be smooth sailing? Is this doctrinally correct? You know, I've heard people say, well, if it's God's will, everything will just fall in place. Everything will go smooth. Well, I'm, I'm not so sure that you can just really say that doctrinally in every situation. Even when you look at Job, in Job chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Man who is born of women is a few days and full of trouble. Now that's talking about mankind overall. So we need to have our minds renewed, I believe, in this area. And that's why I want to discuss it in more depth this month. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 to 19, in the King James Version, it says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing has happened unto you. Now remember, Peter is writing during times of some severe persecution for the Christians. And he basically says, Beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened unto you. So in other words, be ready mentally. Don't be surprised. Don't be amazed or consider opposition as abnormal. It is the norm for opposition to come when you set your heart on Jesus and his will. Now, when it says fiery, it's the fu- when you think about a fire, you think about something that consumes, destroys, or kills. Now, remember in previous history, Christians were blamed for the burning of Rome, and as a result, they were covered with pitch and used as living torches to light the imperial gardens at night. So they really did experience some fiery trials. Fiery expresses the seriousness of the trial. So as a Christian, you should expect and prepare for fiery trials or suffering or opposition. And so I hope that you listen to these podcasts for this month because there is a fallacy in thinking that if you're stepping out to do God's will, well, everything's going to be smooth and everything's going to come to you so easily. That's not true. 
All right, let's go on. Let's continue in First Peter, looking at verse 13. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye shall be glad also with exceeding joy. Instead of being upset or surprised or amazed that something is happening to you, that here you're desiring to do God's will, and, and you're going out and you're going to live right, and then all of a sudden you're faced with opposition, you might be concerned and say, well, my, why me, Lord? I'm trying to do what's right. But instead of saying, why me, Lord? Rejoice, it's telling us. Because you need to consider yourself privileged that you can share in the sufferings of Christ. And when you respond in the correct manner, it glorifies Jesus. And that should make you glad and bring you joy. That's basically what this is saying. And then in verse 14, it says, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Well, you say, okay, well, I should be happy if I'm reproached or opposition comes because I identify with being a Christian. How am I supposed to be happy in regard to this? You know why? Because of the very presence of God's Spirit upon you, which is a sign of His approval, His blessing, and His protection, which comes from God. That Spirit of glory, that Spirit which is from God, is resting upon you and is being revealed in you. And that's the reason why you're being reproached, because you're identified with Christ. G. Campbell Morgan said, If a man is known as a Christian and does not live as one, he dishonors God. But if you're claiming the name of Christ and you're living as a Christian should, you're going to bring him glory. And by that I mean you're going to manifest or you're going to show Christ Jesus in your life. Now verse 15 says, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. So in other words, you're not to be surprised if you suffer for doing wrong. If you're out there murdering, or being an evildoer, or being a busybody in other men's manners, why should you be surprised if opposition comes, or things don't go right for you? You should expect that. But yet... In verse 16, it says, Yet if any man suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. There's no shame if you suffer as a Christian, but rather you should expect to have shame and suffer if you're a criminal. F.B. Myers says that this is true, whether it means the loss of business, reputation, home, desertion by parents, children, friends, misrepresentation, hatred, and even death. We don't need to be ashamed even if we lose all of those things in trying to live as a Christian and do the will of God. Then verse 19, Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So now you're trying to do the will of God and you suffer or there's opposition. Does that mean that you should stop 
because God is not blessing you? Does that mean that you should stop because everything isn't going smoothly for you? If you have checked yourself out and you know that there is no unconfessed sin and you're still meeting opposition and trying to do the will of God, you need to commit the keeping of your soul to him in well-doing and trust him as a faithful creator that he's going to bring you out in accordance with his will, blessing you and blessing others through you as you grow through this opposition. So what makes us think that we should expect to be treated better in this world than our Savior did? Our Savior met opposition when he was trying to do the will of the Father, and so the same is going to be for us. Realize, in accordance with this verse, you can commit the issues of your life in full confidence that the one who gave you life is faithful. He is a faithful creator and he is in control of all things. If you're setting out to do the will of God and you have met some oppositions or you're going through some trials and trying to live for the Lord, don't think that that means that he's not blessing you or that you should stop or that you should leave that position or that call. No, trust God. Now let me read this to you again in the New Living Translation. It says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed, for the glorious Spirit of God rests upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. So if you're suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to the God who created you, for he will never fail you. I hope that this has been an encouragement for you. And be mindful, if you suffer for the sake of Christ, it's a privilege. It's not a penalty. Continue to do what's right, no matter what the cost may be. For Christians, the purpose of suffering is to prove our true character, to clear away or purge us of sin, and to allow the pure nature of Christ to show itself in and through us. So again, should saints expect smooth sailing? No. Be ready mentally. Don't be surprised, amazed, or consider opposition as abnormal. It's the norm when you have set your heart to live for Jesus and to do his will. Just remember, acknowledge and confess any sin and then keep going knowing that opposition comes to all of us and it should not be a sign for you to stop or give up or to feel that God's blessings aren't upon you. 
Well, plan to be here next Friday for the next podcast and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.